We're in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number 3, verses 1 and 2. 1 and 2. According to the word of God, this man was the wisest man that ever lived. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter number 3 verses 1 and 2 says, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. You may be seated. Amen. I know in the setting like this, it's hard. We got a lot of activity back with the children. I'm glad that they're act happy back there and doing something that they're excited about. So try to stay as focused as you can. You know, I've been preaching now by the grace of God for some time, many, 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 many years. And I don't think that the desire or the commitment to bring what God wants has diminished any. I really take it seriously. I really want to do what God will allow me to do or desires me to do. And so the messages that come forth may not be exactly what you may be looking for. But it may be what you need. So try as I bring this simple thought today to somehow go past what you're hearing me say into your own soul and hear what the Lord would say to you through it. This man had the wisdom of no other man. And he said that there's a season for everything. There's a season to laugh and to cry. Season to be sick and to be well. There's a time for everything that we experience in life. And as we know, some winters are worse than others. I don't like winter, period. They could take December the 21st off the calendar. Skip it and get right to spring as far as I'm concerned. But they can't because it's a season that must come. And even though Wednesday will be 72 or so, next year if God tarries, it may be 19. And so when we deal with life's journeys and we deal with situations and circumstances, some that we have caused by our choices and some that just happen because of life, understand that these seasons can be short, they can be long, they can be severe, they can be mild. And they're not going to end until they end. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> this morning, with the help of God and my throat to hold out, I want to try to give you this thought. The two lands yet to come.
The two lands yet to come. We've heard about these lands. We've never actually physically been there. Seen them. Touched them. But we know they exist. We've read about them. We've heard about them. We think about them. Two lands yet to come. Now, I want us to understand something. That we were created in God's image. Our bodies are from the earth. And our soul and spirit is from God. And as the body must go back to where it came from, so must our soul and spirit go to the one that created them. It's inevitable. It's appointed unto us once to born of this earth. And once to die, to leave this earth, yet our bodies will remain. I'm doing my best here. No one can escape it. No one can delay it. It's appointed. We are going to leave just like we came. With nothing. We came in unclothed, we'll leave unclothed. I covet your prayers for my throat because I've got to deliver this message. (coughs) These lands have names. The first one is a land of more. And the second one is the land of no more. They exist. They were created by God. They're just as real as this earth. Yet with the human eye, we cannot see them. Be careful about planning your trip to the destination of the land of more or the land of no more. You see, God gave you the choice to choose. And there's a map that leads to both. It's the same map. That's amazing to me that you have the same map that leads to both of these lands, the land of more and the land of no more. It was written long ago. It's precise. No GPS had to be updated. There was nothing new added. There were no updates. There's no toll roads or roadblocks. 
There's a road in this map that leads to the land of more, and there's a road that leads to the land of no more. I could tell you about these roads, and you begin to understand what I'm talking about, but I'm not ready to do that yet. I want you thinking, what is he talking about? We live in a society that we want more, 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 more. We never can get enough. We're happy, we want to be more happy. We get a raise, we want more money. We get clothes, we want more clothes. We don't live in a society where we come and say, no more. Can you imagine going to your boss and saying, I don't need another raise no more? Can you imagine that now? I mean, we've created this land. Initially, it was made for a purpose. But we've kind of changed that purpose of the land of more. And the land of no more has a purpose. We're the ones that created supersized meals. They didn't come up with it until we wanted more fries, more meat, more nuggets. Come on, that chicken fried steak, it needs to cover the plate. I need more chicken fried steak. I'm talking about the land of more and the land of no more. Wouldn't it be nice if some of you could maybe one day stand up and say, Pastor, preach more. Instead of pastor, preach no more. We are headed to these two lands. And it seems like we're allowing others to do the driving for us. Sorry, you have the wheel. You shift the gears. You apply the brake. You press the gas. You're the one that determines when you come to a fork in the road which way you'll go. To the land of more or the land of no more. We get so caught up in this life and the cares of this life and I understand that we're living in it. But if we could get just as caught up with the land to come as we have got caught up with the land that is, it could change our destiny. Have you ever taken a trip someplace that you really wanted to go? Oh, you were so excited. You planned. You looked at the map three or four times. You went on and you checked 
map quest to see how far it is. Is there another way? Is there a detour? Can I get there quicker? You know that's really not the time because you got to stop and everything. You just told everybody about it. You'd be sure that you had plenty of space in your iPad or phone for pictures. You thought I was going to say film, but that's no more, honey. That's right. They are already went to the land of no more. But then have you taken a trip that you really didn't want to go on, but you knew you had to? What a difference in your countenance. What a difference in your preparation. You didn't really even map it that much because you really didn't want to go. Oh, you were even praying maybe there'll be a roadblock or God forbid an accident. Nobody get hurt, of course, but delay me three or four hours and I have to turn around and go home. I'm looking at some precious people that we have emphasized the journey of this temporal life that will end in either the land of more or the land of no more. And we get so caught up with this that we forget about that and we make no preparations for it. We just say, well, whatever. Oh, it's going to be all right. God loves me. I'll have time. The map has legends. It has symbols. And it basically tells me that today is the day of salvation. It basically tells me to work out my salvation with fear and trembling. In other words, I got to make my calling and election sure. I got to be sure where I'm going. Whether I'm going to the land of more or I'm going to the land of no more. I didn't have that choice of which land to go to until over 2,000 years ago. God came in the form of a son. And that son was born to a virgin by the name of Mary in an area of Bethlehem. And when that son was born, God with us, light sprung to those that sat in the region in the shadow of death and gave hope. Hey, I've got a choice. I can now choose. One of the two roads. I don't just have to take just the one road. That's what Christmas is about. That's what Christmas is about. Giving us the opportunity to choose. Even though I had free choice before the birth of Christ, there was only one choice given to me. Only one road. But when Christ came, he brought a new road. Oh, hallelujah. It's kind of like when you've been traveling away for a long time and all of a sudden you go and there's an interstate. Never had been there before. And you get on it and you travel. I would say the speed limit, but I know better. 
Wow! Have you ever thought when you're riding on one of those interstates what it was like when they only had two-lane roads going from coast to coast? That's the way it was before Christmas. But when Christmas came, a new highway came. These roads lead to a land of more and a land of no more. Human beings are good at convincing ourselves that everything is going to be all right without checking the map. We're so good at saying, oh, we'll make it, no problem. We don't check the weather conditions. We don't check the road conditions. We don't check if they're doing some repairs along the way. We just get in our vehicle and drive, and that's how we live for God. We don't check out the conditions of our road before we drive. We just get in it and drive. It'll be all right. I'll get there. Oh, you're going to get there all right. But it may not be where you really want to go. Not everybody, not everybody that cries out that I want to go to this land goes into that land. It's a land that you have to prepare yourself for. Either way, either way, the land of more, you have to, really, you got to work hard at getting there. I mean, grace is all around us, you know. The blood of Christ hasn't lost its power. The map is so real, every American probably has one. Sometimes two or three on our phones, on our iPads, on our computer, in our vehicles. But yet we're so confused. Because we listen. Have you ever heard somebody say, hey, you're going there? I've been there. I know a shortcut. Have you ever heard somebody say, I know a shortcut? Really? Tell me about it. Hey, I can save 10 minutes? Oh, yeah. And, and, and you take that shortcut. It's kind of like people when they're doing MapQuest and they see that, hey, but it's shorter going through these towns in Texas over there than going around the, the interstate. Uh-huh, go ahead. Yeah, you'll get to see some things. Oh, yeah, you'll get to see some things. Be careful with the land that I'm talking about taking the road that you won't. Thinking you're okay. Yeah, you'll get to see some things. Is that what is going to take you for eternity? In the lands that I'm talking about? Looking back and saying, you know, I should have brought a flashlight. I should have checked my spare tire. I should have been sure that I had a full tank of gas. You know what I'm talking about. Talking about the land, the two lands yet to come, the land of more and the land of no more. Every single human being, young or old, will find themselves in one of these two lands. Some of you probably know the lands I'm talking about. So I'm going to go ahead and break it down for you. I told you this would not be a very long message. 
A message that I've been preaching now for three or four weeks trying to wake some of us up, to stir some of us, that we need to make some changes in our life. <laughs> Listen, God is coming. These two lands exist. There is a true story in the scripture about a beggar by the name of Lazarus that in this life he was tormented and had nothing and another man that was rich fared so well every day and they both died and when they died they found themselves either in the land of more or the land of no more and the rich man found himself in the land of more and the beggar found himself in the land of no more. And the rich man was in torment with flames. He was experiencing more pain, more agony, more anguish, more thirst. He was so tormented that he looked afar off and he saw Abraham and the beggar and he said, send him to me. That he can just take a drop of water and touch it to my tongue and quench this thirst. And Abraham said, wait a minute. Once you're in the lands, you cannot go to the one or the other. And then he said, then send somebody from the dead to tell my brothers. And Abraham said, listen, if they won't hear the road map, neither will they hear one risen from the dead. <clears throat> I'm talking about a land, Wesley, that exists. I'm talking about a land that you and I will find ourselves in. We may be in the same one and we may not be in the same one. I promise you, you can't dwell in both. And once you're in one, you're in for eternity. Remember what I told you. Your bodies are natural. They return to the dust. But your spirit and soul is eternal. And they will live forever in one of these two lands. They will either live in the land of more torment, more pain than you've ever experienced in your life. You think you're hurting now? You think you know what pain is? You think you know what tears are? You think you know what worry is? You think you know what anxiety? You find yourself in the land of more and you're going to have more pain and worry and anxiety. You're going to have more hurt and nothing can stop it. Nothing. You want to die, but you can't. The worm dieth not. And the thirst is never quenched. It's real. Preachers don't want to talk about it anymore. They don't want to preach about it anymore. They want to skip over it. Tell everybody like obituaries. Everybody's going to heaven. They want to preach everybody's okay. Everybody's got a destiny. Yeah, I got a destiny in one of the two lands. That's my destiny. And so I thank God for Christmas. I thank God that now I can choose to be born again. I can choose to live the road map. I can choose to live for God. I can choose to separate. I can choose, oh God. I can choose to do what's right. I can choose to live what's right. So when I die, I'll be in the land of no more. <laughs> they won't have supersize there. They won't have double meat there. 
Because the Bible says there'll be no more crying, no more death. Oh, hallelujah, no more hunger, no more thirst. I don't know about you, but I've got to be sure I get there. I'm not taking it for granted. I'm not just going through life thinking, oh, well, I spoke in tongues. Oh, well, I believe in Christ. Oh, well, some preacher told me. Oh, well, they said it in the obituary. That ain't good enough for me. I've got to know. I've got to know by the map. I've got to know by the word. I've got to know that I'm born again and I'm living the best that I can that I can make it to the land of no more. What has happened to the apostolic world? This is who I am. I know. I've got enough sense to know that my brothers that are preaching this gospel may not preach it the way I do. They may not emphasize the things that I emphasize. That's between them and God. But as long as I have breath and as long as God allows me the privilege to preach, I'm going to preach the Word of God. I'm going to tell you what is right. I'm going to tell you that you can't go through life on the wide and the broad and think you're going to go to heaven. You have got to get yourself on the straight and narrow. You have got to understand that there is a way that seemeth right unto people, but the way thereof is death. And I want you to know this morning it is time that we get a hold of ourselves and pray more and fast more and get dedicated more and get committed more. Listen, I'm intelligent just enough to know. Listen, just enough to know that I could preach other things and other ways. And this place would be full. But I'm looking forward to be full by preaching truth. I'm looking for people to come because they have made up their mind they want to go to heaven. Listen, I want them to come and know, listen, Pastor White's going to preach it today. I don't know what he's going to preach, but he's going to preach as God laid on his heart, and he's not going to hold anything back, and he's going to tell us the truth. I cannot go to the land of no more and live in sin. It's impossible. I have to come out of sin. Hear me, sweet pea. Some of you know exactly where you're at and where you need to be. And I'm trying to encourage you. Start making preparations for the right land. There's one thing about me. Some of you have not been with me from the beginning. I'm the same person. I have preached the same messages. And I will continue to do so. Amen. Hear me. I'm not bragging. I'm, I'm just who I am. And I am serious about this. I want every single one of you here to go to the land of no more. These babies being born, I want them to know how to get to the land of no more. I don't want them to grow up and say, all I have to do is believe in Jesus. I, I, listen, I, there's more to it than that. you got to be born again. And you've got to endure to the end. You've got to run the race with patience. 
I know nobody wants to think about it. I know even, hey, it's Christmas. Pastor, what are you doing? I'm bringing in Christmas. Christmas helps me keep out of the land of more. That's what Christmas is all about. I know we don't want to think about it. We don't want to think about dying. We don't want to think about hell, which is the land of more. All we want to think about is heaven and getting what we can in this life. Oh, gosh. My daughter, come on. I could keep going. I could keep going. But I have preached these types of messages now. What? This is the fourth week. The fourth week I've tried, and I will continue to try. I won't give up because God's not a quitter. Every time you come, I'm going to preach to you. And there'll be one day that maybe the preaching will be so, hey, that was such a, 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 you would call it an easy message. But these are the best messages. These are the best messages. Because they help us to do self Reflection to help us to realize what road am I on? What land am I going to? Where do I want to live for eternity? Make up your mind today. And if you've already have and you're doing your best, continue to do so. But if you know you're falling short in some areas, don't wait for the preacher to preach it. Take care of it. Take care of it. I want to take care of mine. I got the same situations. I'm human. I got to make preparations to go to the land of no more. That's where I want to be. I want to see Jesus. I don't care about the mansions and I don't care about the streets of gold. Oh, it's going to be nice. Don't misunderstand me. I don't care about the crown of life. I'm going to cast it off anyway. You know what I want? I want to see Jesus. I want to be with Jesus. I want to live with Jesus in the land of no more. I want him to come to me. Because he said any word, he would wipe away my tears. I want him to come to me and me watch him wipe away my tears. Oh, what a day that's going to be when my Jesus I shall see. I've made up my mind. It takes a made up mind and work to take trips. Whether it's the land of more, whether it's the land of no more. Simple message of Christmas today is not what you thought. But the birth of Christ over 2,000 years ago opened up. You might say they cut the ribbon of a brand new highway. And I'm glad that I got on it. The traffic's kind of light there. Because it says, few be there that find it. So the traffic's not bad. But that other road is bumper to bumper. You're talking about road rage. 
Get on that road to the land of more. You're never happy. You're never at peace. You can't get along with other people. Nothing the preacher says is what you want to hear. What road are we on? Oh, I know the road you want to be on. But is that the road you're on? Have you ever been stopped and said, wait a minute, I'm lost. I thought I was on highway. Where did I miss it? Where did I take a wrong turn? <laughs> it's easy to get turned around. I was going home one day. My wife and I traveling and we stopped at Baton Rouge and we got up the next day instead of going east I went back west. Thought I was going right. An hour later I said, wait a minute. Something, thank God he allows for U-turns. So I wasted a year of my life per se. Five years of my life per se. But I recognized I wasn't going in the right way. So I immediately got off that road and got back on the right road leading in the right direction because I want to go to the land of no more. We call it heaven. I said we call it heaven. Hallelujah. I want to go there. I made up my mind to go there. Won't you go with me? Sing, daughter. Stand to your feet. There's not a mountain too tall. There's not a problem too 